All right, I am recording now. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Jackie. Wouldn't you guys have been so no. mad at me? No. Um, guys, great show, but. <laughs> All right, we're going to try this again. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Joyful Miles Podcast, where we're all about inspiring others to enjoy life one mile at a time. This is your host today, Laura. Hello, everybody. And with me, as usual, we have Jackie. Hello, Jackie. Hello, everyone. And we once again have a very special guest, Christopher Savio. Hello, Chris. Hey, hey. We just got done talking about his amazing experience during the New York City Marathon and Chris has also some excellent, excellent tips about running in cold weather. I think your tips are a little bit better than mine, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> so we were sitting around chatting about some different things, and I was like, guys, let's just go ahead and, and record this and share it with everybody else in case they need some good advice too. Oh, guys, now that Christmas season is well on its way, for this joyful smile, how about we share a family tradition or something new you're going to try this year uh, that always makes you smile and you cannot wait to do? All right. So, I'll go. Sorry, go ahead, Chris. Uh, so we have two that my wife and I have now been doing probably for the last, like, 10 years. We always go uh, – it was always my last minute shopping, like the weekend before Christmas that we'd go to this one mall nearby here and it would just turn into us buying stuff for ourselves and then going to the Cheesecake Factory and having a couple of beers and sliders and cheesecake. So that's always kind of like a fun little getaway. And then uh, the other one that I always look forward to is Christmas morning. We always have these cinnamon buns from the, like the Pillsbury uh, little pop open thing. And I don't know, we always bake those. Oh my gosh, that's awesome. So those, those are two little things I always like looking forward to. <laughs> All right, Jackie, what are your Christmas traditions, your joyful smiles there? Uh, well, the past four, four years now, I think this is my fourth year doing it, we actually go down to Cleveland, and we go, I, we should be going this weekend, to um, the Christmas Story house, and that's the house where they filmed the movie A Christmas Story. It's like a four-hour drive, and they, have a, they actually have a race there. Um, they have a 5K and a 10K, so I usually run that, and it's not just that though like I just love that the whole family comes and we get a hotel and the kids get to swim and we all go look at the house together and they do a really fun Christmas show at the little mall there uh, where the race starts so we always uh, check that out so it's been something we've done now for four years and I can't wait to do it I'm excited and Stephen's going this year and Tim Patton from Joyful Mail. oh that's cool party and Tina very very nice so we have a bunch of Christmas traditions, but the one that we love is, especially now with the, the kids going their separate ways and being in college, is we never watch um, Muppets Christmas Carol unless we're all together. So as soon as we are all together, it doesn't matter when, we have the popcorn, we have the food, and we watch Muppet Christmas Carol, which is the best Christmas movie ever. We love it so much. And then an oddball one that I have for myself, but I don't know why, but I've been doing this for years. So, you know, as, as mom, you know, we stay up late after everyone goes to bed and make sure like the last minute wrapping is done. And I always watch Dolly Parton, Rocky Mountain Christmas. Have you, have you guys ever seen that? It is the campiest, corniest Christmas. I've never even heard of it. Ever. Oh, it's, it's, fantastic it is so hard and most impossible to find i think i have a vhs i have a vhs player <laughs> just for this movie but i sit and i watch my um dolly parton 
Christmas City has Lee Majors in it. Oh boy. <laughs> Gosh. I love it. I absolutely well. Dolly Parton is the bomb. So you know, you <laughs> it's love all it. about traditions. That's all that matters. That's yes. right. Oh, and we also have probably like the best one is we we've, we've been going to um, our favorite restaurant, Maggie's in town. Um, we've been doing that. I've been doing it for thirty years. I've been doing it since I've been married with him. And we meet the same group of friends on Christmas Eve around noon. And nice. the kids come if they're in town too. And it's just it's a lovely, lovely little tradition we have going on. So there you go. Anyone listening, if you would like to share your favorite Christmas holiday tradition, leave it in the comments. We would love to know what yours is or share it in the Joyful Miles Running Club Facebook group. So let's get to today's topic. And I, I'm, I'm going to really try to take good notes and, and do a lot of running outside. Um, but do you guys mind if I go ahead and give my big tip first? Because then I'm, sure. I'll, I'll be done for the rest of the show. It'll be <laughs> my best sure. tip when it's really cold is to run on the treadmill, <laughs> which apparently is not a great one. So you know what? I'm going to turn it to you guys, Chris, and what are some of your best tips? Um, so I, I would say that the, the big thing with running in like aggressively cold temperatures. So I consider it cold when it's like south of 25. Before that, I'm actually not that bad. I run pretty warm just in general. Um, but I will say that if you're going to be running in cold weather a lot, I think it's definitely a lot more of an investment to have. It's much more important, like the stuff you're going to buy to keep yourself warm. I don't know if you agree with that, Jackie, but it, I think it's hard to kind of like skimp on some of the stuff because you need, you know, you got to spend decent money on kind of base mm -hmm. layers, whether it's tights and Under Armour shirts or stuff like that, um, you know, rather than just, you know, cheap shorts and a t-shirt. Yeah, you have to have the right equipment. I agree. No matter what sport and event you're, you're going to be doing. So that's mm -hmm. something definitely. Yeah. One thing I did recently is, and, and some people may be against this and that's okay, but I'm on a very strict budget and I was Googling like the best running tights, you know, for cold weather and there were brands I've never heard of, but there was one that someone had suggested, Sugoi. I don't know if you've heard of that one. S-U-G-O-I, mm -mm. I think. And so I went on Poshmark, and Poshmark's like a website where you can buy like used or secondhand clothing. And they're usually like really good name brands. And someone had a pair, and they run over $100, 125 wow. And I got a pair for 30 and I love them and they have a really big pocket and they're like leggings and or tights and they have like the fleece inside. And, mm -hmm. um, that's what I've been wearing now this season and I love them. So, you know, I understand sometimes money's tight. Um, at least it is for me. So when you hear these expensive brands, I'm like, there's no way, but there are ways you just sometimes gotta, you know, look around if you're willing to wear something that's secondhand. I am. The, the um, um the ones from roadrunner.com and, and I think runner's warehouse, I haven't tried theirs yet, but the roadrunner uh, running tights, I actually have two pairs of them and I love them. Um, and they're probably, you know, 30% cheaper than your Nike ones or your Under Armour and stuff like that. And I swear by them. So I think some of the, the generic ones that, that go on those sites and I would be surprised if runner's warehouse doesn't have like their generic one as well um, are going to be less expensive and, most of the time just as good. So check those um, as well if you're, you're going to invest in them. But uh, that would be my number one tip is invest in a, invest in a base layer that you can easily keep using tights and uh, some kind of Under Armour shirt or a, a long sleeve kind of warm base layer shirt. Definitely, for sure. 
Um, I also got a pair of socks, um, the features, I guess is the brand. Mm-hmm. And we got them a couple years ago when we did the cherry blossom and by mistake, I got like the thick one, but I love them in the winter. Like I, they're not the ones I wear in the summertime cause they're just too thick and my feet get too hot, but they're very comfortable and, um, but they're just a little bit thicker for running in the winter. So did it come up I, a little bit higher? Cause I hate it when like you have that bare yes, skin. No, because they, well, that's the worst. No, I will tell you that there is that skin between my um, the end of my leggings and the socks. I wish they had a little bit longer ones. Maybe they do, but mine aren't. Because I'll wear like the ankle ones, whatever the ones that come up above your ankles. I know it, it looks very 80s. I don't care because <laughs> I hate having that gap. That drives me yeah. insane. Yeah. Um, when I did the turkey trot this year, it was like 10 degrees. And I actually have a pair of leg warmers. Like I bought them last year, but they're like, and I'm like, I'm wearing them. I don't care because everyone dresses crazy. And they were awesome. Like, I don't know. I would maybe even wear them around here. I'm like, I get why leg warmers came out in the 80s. Because there there's a need, especially if you're wearing leggings. So, anyway. And that, and they're awesome. So, you know, there's that. <laughs> yeah. I really might wear them more often because it does, it covers that gap. <laughs> Chris is like, oh my God, I am not wearing leg warmers. No, I, I do we have a pair that go money. a little higher. Uh, <laughs> but yes, the gap the gap can be bad. Um, a few other uh, more just clothing, I guess, specific tips because I have a few others that, that are unrelated to those. But um, there is a good difference, like if you have a light windbreaker, to wear that if it's windy out. It actually does a lot more than I think you would expect um, to keep you warmer. Like I, I don't know, I'm sure in Buffalo it's the same as up here in Boston. When some of that wind whips through, it can get you uh, pretty good. Wearing one of those windbreakers rather than kind of an additional warm layer, um, I find to, to be pretty remarkable. Um, I definitely agree on that. Like it just, it's, it's like a barrier between, like you said, because you can have layers and if it's windy, it'll go right through the mm-hmm. fabric. But something about like that nylon, it, it does help you. You get why those were invented. Yeah. Are you, a, are you a headband person, Jackie, or a hat person in the, the cold weather? I, get, I do get hot. So if I wear a hat, I end up usually taking it off for the mm-hmm. most part. So I do have headbands, but then I, I'm kind of mixed on that because like sometimes I'll wear the headband and then I get like a headache from just my head being exposed to the cold. So I have to, I do, I think sometimes as a runner, you have to experiment with different clothing yeah. and figure out what works for you. Yeah. Um, I think as I long have as you like, have your ear covered, your, yeah. in my mind, I think that's, you know, experiment with either no top or, <laughs> yeah. or not like on that thing, but as long as your ears are covered, it's a big difference. So if you're, Debating between one of the ear covers or a hat that maybe goes like halfway down your ears, go with the ear cover. Oh, for sure. Because there are those little like running hats. I feel like they don't come down far enough. Mm-hmm. Same At way. least for like, yeah, like it just, especially for me, like I have my ponytail and they just don't cover your ears. So I definitely would mm-hmm. rather have a headband. I did buy one of those um, Under Armour, I don't, like I guess face mask. You put it over your head and then you could pull up this little like shield over your nose. Mm-hmm. Um, if it's super, super cold, like, you know, single digits, I would maybe put that over my nose. But then once I warm up, I can kind of pull it down. That's really nice because it really like tucks your whole neck. Because yeah. if air gets into your neck and stuff when it's that cold, um, yeah. you could get a chill. So yeah, I mean, I think like that's a good suggestion just to begin. Like maybe bring something that's easily pulled off or on like the bottom of your face. Like if you're doing like an interval, maybe like you want to pull it down while you're doing the running part and pull it back up. If you're doing kind of the walking parts, 
Um, but I think that's probably makes sense to have something that's easily kind of removed or added because it can get a little stuffy. Uh, oh, yeah. Leave that on. Your and then your sunglasses get fogged up yep. because there's like exactly. nowhere for the air to go. Um, yeah, hundred percent. The uh, the other one. So speaking of hats, so I had got for for my wife. Um, I don't know if it was last year or the year before. Uh, kind of a winter hat that has a ponytail like gap in the back, so you can actually put the ponytail right through it. Um, so if you are someone that that runs with that and, and don't like having a hat where it kind of like bunches up. Um, they do make these winter hats that have kind of like holes in them. For, for yeah, those are great. I need to get one of those. Yeah. But it, it has to be long enough to cover the ears. That pers- mm-hmm. I don't know why a lot of the um, like the dry fit hats seem to not be long enough. Maybe I have a big head. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> do your uh, hands, like I don't know about you guys, but like when I'm running, my hands actually get hot, which is mm-hmm. weird. And I actually have to usually remove my gloves after a while. I need the gloves to begin with. Mm-hmm. But once I get like really running, um, I will take my, my gloves off, which I found the other day was nice. I had a, like a running belt that I could just tuck them underneath there. Okay. And then if the wind picked up or like I was doing an interval, you know, I did find myself taking them on and off. Mm-hmm. That goes back to your tip of making sure you're able to take things on and off. And, yeah. Um, it's that I, to me is important. I've got a pair of running gloves that are like the, the I think they're Saucony or one of them. They're the gloves, but they also have kind of a mitten top to them. So when I start out running, like you can put the mitten piece over and then when I warm up, I'll take them off. I, my hands kind of get cold faster. Um, okay. So I'm like, okay, running, like if it's in like the thirties, I'll run in just a, a, like a regular t-shirt, like a short sleeve shirt with gloves and the headband that I actually feel fine. Oh, um, okay. I think like I'll lose, I guess, all my heat for my ears and my hands. I don't know. <laughs> um, so I'm, I'm all about like the gloves keep me super warm. Uh, like if your hands see i'm i'm learning if my head's warm then that that's becoming number one to keep my body warm again it's like everyone's different you must lose heat in different areas or mm-hmm. i don't know the science but yeah i i've learned even like walking to work i have my hair all done and i'm like just put a hat on <laughs> you'll feel <Yeah>. better <laughs> um I'm trying to think other closing wise i mean yeah it is definitely just different strokes just be prepared to layer up right so buy you know things that uh, maybe your top top layer a size up than you typically uh, would wear so you're not kind of uh, you know if you're wearing like two or three shirts underneath it if you're going out for a long run I know something Kim does sometimes is has like the the body warmer packs that she'll put on her back um, if it's like super cold um, so if she's going out for like a, a 10 or 15 mile run I don't do that but um, I know she just hates being cold <laughs> so she'll she'll do that for her longer runs during the winter um, I know yeah. in the spring when it warms up a, just enough where like you start sweating again, <laughs> like I've had where I've had to like hide my coat in like a bush just because I couldn't tie it on my waist. I had too much, too many layers. So yeah. I don't know, you got to find the right, you know, it, it's definitely an experiment. Mm-hmm. I, I think you got to find just in every temperature, like it can be zero to 10, 10 to 20, 20, 30, mm-hmm. anything above that. I feel like I get warm. And I think it's I, the other important cold weather running tip is bringing tissues with you. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I need them regardless of the weather <laughs> because my nose runs constantly and yeah. I can't I, not rock it. I refuse. <laughs> well, in the cold weather, if you do, it'll just freeze to your face. That's true. <laughs> I am not someone who uses chapstick ever. Like I'm just not, you know, some people always like their, but when I run in the cold, I will, I do bring it because it's just your lips, you know, they get, frozen i guess i don't know it feels good so bring your tissues and chapstick yeah the um 
Go ahead. I actually do have something good to offer for this chat here. But I remember when I was like having anxiety for what to wear for the Baltimore um, half marathon, Kelly in the Facebook group recommended going to runnersworld.com where they have like this tool to help you figure out exactly what to wear for your run. And you plug in some details um, like, you know, the temperature, the conditions, um, the wind, the time of day, the intensity of your run. Uh, whether it's going to be an easy run, long one, or a hard workout. And it will actually, when you hit submit, it will actually tell you a good option for what to wear that day. Awesome. <laughs> it was pretty cool. I'll, helpful, put the, yeah. I'll put the link in the, um, in the show notes below. So that was, that was quite helpful, that little tip there. So That's a great idea. So yeah. I also, uh, sorry. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I also uh, live where, you know, it snows and a fresh snow is actually usually okay, but it's, you know, when you get into the icy conditions, so I have bought um, a pair of, like you put them on the bottom of your sneakers, they're like cleats. I think they're, oh gosh, I got to look up the name. I'll, I'll find out. But um, I actually, it's weird. I saw them for sale at Walgreens last year, which was super weird. I initially yeah. got them at Dick's Sporting Goods and they were only like $14.99. I know there's the Yax track, like Yax yeah, track. I have those. Do you have those? Um, those might be a little more money, um, but I don't like to use them because I sometimes they bother the top of my foot a little bit, mm -hmm. but um, they really have saved me from falling. So I will have the discomfort to keep myself from falling if I need to. Yeah. I mean, those are, those are they're. I mean, they're good to use. Yeah, exactly. If it's snowy out or has the potential for ice, those kind of do wonders. You do have to adjust your running a little bit and you'll, you'll notice it once you put them on, like maybe you don't take as long of strides or, it, you know, it, it, it definitely is a little more tiring running in yeah. those. Um, so just uh, be aware of that. And it's hard in the concrete because you're just like, you're hearing all the metal like hit the yeah. cement. So like if you're pretty much on bare road, you don't really want to use those. It's more when you're, it's a heavy, heavy snow. I mean, I've only had to use them maybe three or four times. Mm -hmm. How does that feel though for like the shock? you know that's that's i would can't imagine that would be comfortable it's you get used to it it's really it's yeah. actually i don't find it to be that bad and, and i've i've worn them a lot just because um even when it's not a fresh like when it's a bigger snow yeah but even if other ones with the risk of ice and stuff and i think you just kind of get used to it you don't want to be doing it all the time um but yeah. you do just get used to it after a little while and, and the little pieces of metal are so small at least on mine they're just like little blades and so they're not they're they're very small on the bottom of your shoes, really. I mean, I've I've used them before now for just other things when I know it's icy out, like <laughs> walking to the train and stuff, and then pull <laughs> off my shoes. <laughs> they're nice. They are. They're so, they're good to have. Um, but on that note about kind of running, so non-clothing related, um, you do need to adjust. And the problem is during the winter, the days tend to be a little shorter. Um, you do, I would recommend adjusting when you run to make sure you're running in daylight hours. Like I'm okay running at night or early in the morning. Um, but with the chance of black ice or things like that, running mm -hmm. at night is really, really risky in the winter. So just be mindful that your runs might be a little bit, a little different, especially if you're in an area where it snows or there's a, a chance for kind of ice on the ground to, to wait for sunlight or, or unfortunately run on the treadmill that day. Um, because <laughs> if you do go on the ice, you know, uh, there's a good chance you won't be running for a few weeks after that if you take a digger. <laughs> <laughs> I do think like, Part of winter, the hardest part is just getting out the door. Mm -hmm. um, we, were, we were discussing this. Like, you're like, honestly, you get to mile one and a half, you're pretty much always warmed up. So mm -hmm. do you agree? That's about how long it takes me. Usually like one to two. And then I'm like, okay, I'm warm now. 
so you just got to get through it. It's, it's the first mile is so hard, but, yeah. um, I know my just mistake kidding. definitely is like, I always dress too warm and then I get that a little bit of sweat layer going on and then the wind hits that and you're just, you're, I'm chilled and I cannot get rid of that chill for the rest of the, the run. And I know it's because I overdress. I always, always overdress <laughs> every single time I run, you know, it's because I hate being cold so much so that I'm colder because I overdress. So, so yeah, I do need to kind of like suck it up and. I don't know, Jackie, I don't know if you went over your tip why I was saying if I had a keeper there. I can't <laughs> I'm like, your tip. I'm not going to try crazy. that. They think I'm nuts, and I swear by this. So I love taking baths. I hate being cold. And the only way for me to warm up is to take, like, a really hot tubby to the point where, like, I, like, can't wait to get out. You know when you're in a hot tub for a really long time? And Did you say a like, tubby? I, she tubby, says tubby. Okay. I call it tubby, so. Fair. But you know when you're you're like at like a hot tub and you're like you have to get out and sit on. You'll say it too with your kid. So <laughs> tubby time. So um, I will go in the tub and really nice and warm and sweaty, and then get out and quickly put on my running clothes and go outside. And the fresh air actually like feels it feels refreshing. And then I just start running. And not only that, like my muscles are nice and warm, so you don't have that like tight like tin man feel for the first mile. Mm -hmm. So I really like that tip and you all may think I'm crazy, but I swear by it. So, I will try the, it once. And if you get a text from me that says <laughs> you are wrong, it has to be like because hot, of that. It needs to be hot, hot, hot. But the only other thing it's risky because when you get out, you're either going to fall asleep because you're so <laughs> relaxed or you got to go. At least that's what happens to me. So it's always like 50, 50. I'll like, try it. I will try it once. Right. I mean, be quick. It's yeah, a valid. The, the part that I'll agree with on that is the warm. So you said it too. Like you, you sometimes take something a mile and a half to warm up. So I think it is more important to try and warm up indoors beforehand because if your muscles are really tight as soon as you get outside, like clenched up, like you're going to be more prone to injuring yourself and something. So that's true. It's more important to like you know do like five minutes of calisthenics in the house before running out the door. Like in the winter, just to yeah, to I could probably do that and save on the water bill, but I'm like, oh, that's more work. Yeah, <laughs> I can it's rest more relaxing the for the. I just feel like if your skin is clammy from the heat and your pores are opened, and you know, I no, just feel it like just it would make so you good. automatically like even more chilled. I don't know. No, because it. you have a lot of clothes on. Remember, like I'm putting on all my warm stuff, so I have that's where, on. That's where a good base layer comes in, Laura, because it would wick the sweat away. So when you're saying like you're sweating and getting cold from it. Like if you actually have a decent pair of like tights or a shirt, like it should suck that sweat away. Yeah. I got the Under Armour ones and maybe I just need to try something different. So maybe Under Armour is not the brand for me. I don't know. I'll have to. I do like the Cuddle Dud ones that we I got. I love Cuddle Duds, but they feel too fleecy. I, I do. Are you talking about? I don't know. Uh, I wore the, the ones we got from Walmart last year for the um, Dopey. Like I put that under like um, yesterday when I, or the other last time when I did the turkey chat because we're in the future technically <laughs> but when I did the turkey chat I wore my cuddle dud shirt and then I wore my marathon jacket from 2015 that thicker one right and then or 16 or whatever it was and then I wore a windbreaker so I had like those three layers um but that cuddle dud one just kept me nice and warm I'll try that I don't I didn't I think it would be very moisture wicking but I'll, I'll try running in them I think it's mine like <laughs> mine like kind of like you know how have you know, the bottom the, the jeans that sag at the back your your butt <laughs> yeah, <laughs> kind of yeah. come lower on my butt. 
that. So maybe I just need to get a different size. Nice. <laughs> Too much information, but yeah. I don't want to be, I don't want to be cold there. So <laughs> yeah, you got to be able to talk or get some high rise leggings. <laughs> I tell you what, I got some really great ones at Walmart. I don't know how they would be for running, but I'm getting really into like the high waist ones. Yeah. They're, yeah. They're, yeah. They suck I, wanted, in. I wanted to stay away from them because of the whole mom jeans. That was my generation. We wore our jeans like really high up way back then. So I wanted to avoid that, but I don't know. Maybe I'll have to give that a try. So I'll, I'll go rock those too. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> now, Chris, I had a, I'm sorry, I had to step away there because uh, Cooper was leaving. But did you talk about your water issue that you like the story that you shared before with your water freezing? Did you share that story? I, I didn't. Uh, yeah, no. So the, there was a few years ago, I uh, went for kind of a longer, I think it was like an 18 mile run. I think it was like three marathon uh, weekend and uh, eight miles in the water that I had froze. Oh so just be mindful that if you're bringing water with you, uh, you might be sucking on an icicle <laughs> <laughs> um, or, or find someplace on your route to, to buy like a small water or something instead of wanting to carry that cold water in your hand or um, if maybe you have like the backpacks or a waistband or something, put them in there. Um, Cause maybe if it's against your body, it might stay a little warmer. Um, but I, on a cold long run, I would not want to be holding all the cold water. With yeah. Yeah. Chris, honey, I'd, I'd be on the treadmill then. My water is <laughs> going to freeze. I'm on the treadmill, but that yeah. is something good to bring up there. Cause a lot of times, like I know for myself, you know, when summer you're hot, you're guzzling water, when you're going out there and it's cold, you don't think, think about hydration and you still need to hydrate. Mm -hmm. yeah. the, just, My two worst incidences with dehydration was um, last week. Yeah, That was stupid. And um, when I was training for my first princess, I was out and I ran 13 miles and it was snow and cold and I didn't even bring anyone. <laughs> and I didn't realize like I'm sweating because you have so many clothes on. So, and I really, you know, could have really damaged um, my kidneys with what happened. So anyways, make sure you're still drinking fluids. Yeah. Just cause you don't feel like you're sweating. Uh, doesn't yeah. Mean you're not so, losing. so important. Yeah. And one other thing I, I, we talked about before we started recording is, um, especially I think, I don't know if it's all phones. I have an iPhone, but there's been a few times where I'm running in the cold and my phone just totally powers down. So, um, I'm trying to be conscious of like putting it in like the pocket of my leggings or I've been putting it like in my sports bra, like, underneath my my bra strap there just to keep it warm um because i don't want to not have a phone especially if i'm a really you know far from home yeah uh with the phone too yeah i would i would definitely go with something that's closer to your body like if you have an armband it, it, lithium batteries do not do well in cold weather so even then it'll drain a lot faster so if you're going for you know a 15 or 18 mile run and you're gonna be out there for you know three four hours um, your phone might drain a lot faster than you used to because of the cold weather. So just be aware um, of that. Yeah. <laughs> Anything else, Laura? <laughs> I actually have I have a weird tip that's uh, it's not as weird as the the bath one. Sorry, Jackie, but <laughs> I I actually I mean at a, at a Disney race I wear full face makeup. I have no shame. There's photo pass people out there. Okay, with my full face, but I have found that if I do have a base layer of like a foundation and powder, it does keep my face warmer. You know, mm. true truth for me. And um, gosh, I had something else too.
What was it? It was good. Oh, you still have to wear sunblock. Um, even though instead of winter, if you have sun on your face, you can still get a, a sunburn. You know, it goes year round. So you still have to put a layer of sunblock on any exposed skin. Good so. idea. Yeah. And for, for those that are do interval training or running, we were talking about this earlier, uh, you might need to adjust your like the time of your walk versus your run, uh, maybe make your walks a little shorter because it will be a lot colder. Um, so if you're running and then you're going to, you know, if you're doing like one minute run and two minutes walk, maybe you dial that back to 90 seconds or something, just because yeah. the longer you walk, the, your body will start to cool down and tighten up again and you'll just get much more tired faster. And um, it's just not pretty. So just be mindful of that too. Good one. Yeah. Even if you switch it to like 30, 30, you know, like if you, if you know, play around with it till you till it works it's really it's, a, it's very experimental i mean i've been figuring this stuff out now for years i still don't have it figured out but um i'm just learning over time certain things work certain things don't work so mm -hmm. definitely take some of these ideas and try it out i do have a question for you too because you do, you guys do more cold weather running than i do i'm usually inside if it gets really really bad but when you go down to disney i i know that we have done races there in you know February or January where it's it's actually quite warm. Do you have any issues then running in the heat after you've been used to running in the cold for so long? Because um, I've I've read of other people who have depends had how hot is hot, right? Like if it yeah. all of a sudden jumped up to like seventy five, yeah, that would be kind of a big shock. Um, but uh, you know, it does tire. Running in cold tires you out. I mean, in a different way than running in heat does, where you're kind of like sucking wind. But your body is more tense, and you're trying to obviously, um, you know, overcome that. So if it gets up to you know 55 or something, like it's like glorious if you were just running <laughs> 25 degree weather for the past two months. Yeah. Oh my um, gosh. Yeah. Star Wars for me this year. We had. I mean, we had the longest winter last year. I mean, you all know. It, when I got there in April, and I mean, granted, it wasn't like super hot, but it was warm, and I loved it. Yeah. It was to me, I was just like, oh my God. Like, yeah, I'm like thawing out, and I could just run, and I just felt great. I don't know, it could have been a fluke, but I, I did. I just felt great. But then again, I struggled at wine and dine. So I, the humidity could play a factor. Mm -hmm. Who knows? I, I wine and dine, I got used to the cool, and then it was really hot and humid. and I struggled so that'll be the one thing the humidity right I mean if you're used to running in the cold and stuff there's like no humidity there so exactly. um, that will be the big piece that'll be different you know even if it's only 70 but it's Disney humidity um, and especially in the morning when it's usually 100% humidity yeah. uh, that that will kind of take its toll and probably feel a lot worse than if it was the middle of the summer when mm -hmm. we used to running that. Um, and that could be why Star Wars was good I don't feel like it was that humid but then I feel like wine and dine was so Star Wars was great because after all the stress we went through for Dopey during Marathon Weekend of what to wear, and we had like, it was tank tops and shorts. That's it. Tank tops and shorts. No debate. So nice. And only one race. <laughs> yeah. Also just be mindful. Just because you run in the cold and you're used to that, doesn't mean you're going to be used to also waiting around for four hours in the cold prior to oh, Marathon. Oh, God. That's like a yes. whole other show. Yeah. So, well, so I remember just, last year at like Marathon Weekend, you know, it was zero at home, and I'm like, calling and I'm like I'm so cold and it's 30 here and you know Jeremy's like it's zero here and I'm like okay but you're not standing outside right, in it for right. like four and a half hours 
Dress and how to run. <laughs> and there's still humidity in that 30 degrees in Disney. Yeah. Like, so it, uh, it'll, like, I, I'm usually not that bad with running in the cold. Like, I'll, I'll run in the cold to the point where, like, my face is freezing up, like, my beard is freezing up. <laughs> but, but standing around for those three hours before oh, the race. tough. That was right. years, I've just been. That um, was really. No. Well, our friend Leslie, she's from Tampa. She's she's lived in Florida her whole life. She said in she said in Florida, when it's hot or when it's humid and it's hot, it's hotter. Yes. But when it's humid and it's cold, it's actually colder. colder. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like that damp moisture, yeah. chill to the bone kind of cold. You know, where you just can't warm up. So, and she proved us right. So she's <laughs> our little meteorologist, Leslie. There you go. So I actually have a, a blog post and a video plan for Run Disney in the Cold. Some of the, the tricks that we have used before. Jackie, I had to step away. Did you give your little tr- uh, fleece neck warmer oh, no. advice? That, no, that was really <laughs> That's good. That's awesome. I really should try to do a video on that. But the only thing is I use a sewing machine and I know most people don't have one. But um, last year for Dopey, Right before Dopey, I went to a Buffalo Bills game, and they gave these, like, fleece neck warmers. You kind of – they almost look like a really thick headband, but you put them over your head, and they just sit around your neck, but you can pull them up over your face. So I decided to, you know, dig out the sewing machine. I swear I'm not a good sewer. I just have the sewing machine that I have to, like, every single time read the directions of how to thread the needle. But um, So I made ones to match our costumes, and I think those really saved us. They were um, a godsend. Yeah, and I, I – as I'm making them, I'm like, no one's even going to wear these. I don't know why I'm doing this. I don't even we know wore why them for every that. If it's race. cold, we're going to wear it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and the then, Elvis one, right? Yes. She yeah, made white made ones, white purple ones. ones. And then those what other? cozy. What other color <laughs> yeah. did you make? I mean, white, green. purple. Or green ones for the aliens? Or? Um, I think those were the purple. Purple, okay. And then I think, I can't remember, right? I don't remember. Because I'm missing one. Because I, I would like one back so please thank you <laughs> black maybe maybe girl you should yeah you need i to did make, make black for... ones for our mickey costumes but i just made them for the turkey try i made shannon and i orange ones and um oh they saved me again and the cool thing about them is you can breathe in them yeah like my under armor face mask it's hard to breathe but because it's kind of loose yeah, i don't know they're great she so basically I should do it you should she basically did a um she made a uh circle uh, a loop, whatever. There's an, a circle. What is the dangling word? <laughs> well, I and, made like a strip of fabric, and yeah. then I sewed the um, the long ends little, together. Yeah, yeah. I made a little hem too on like the long ends. They were about an inch seam allowance that you did on the. the you probably don't even need to top. do the hem really either if you just it want made, something. It made it look nicer, I think, and have a yeah. edge. But you can hand sew. Just say you don't have a sewing machine. You could just hand sew the two ends together, and you have. Some. Or get some fusion tape and yeah. iron that sucker shut, and there you go. So it's an easy little thing, but it helped a lot. I think we got some good ideas here. They looked good for you guys. too. Yeah. They went with their costumes. So you can (laughs) use colors that go with your costume and that and, Oh, hand warmer tip. we got to give the hand warmer tip. Oh yeah. People don't do, but the thing is you have to open them while you're in your room because sometimes they take a very long time to heat up. So if you wait until you actually get to the race or the corral and you, you break open the hand warmers, by the time you know it can take a long time so we actually we would have like on the nightstands and bureau like all these hand warmers that are getting hot yeah because they warm up by um exposure to air yeah so what happens is when you're outside you're putting them in your gloves and they're not getting the air they need so you actually Mm -hmm. were better off taking them out of your gloves and holding them in your your hand a little bit outside 
and then they'd get hot again. And they la- and don't worry about them dying out. They last for a very very long really time. Very good. And that and the feet warmers that Josh brought were oh, like yeah. the bomb. And right. also, I took like the heat pad. Chris, you mentioned those earlier that Kim used the heat pads for like get back. They were amazing. We had heat pads wherever we could stick. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> We had them on our chest, our stomach, and yeah. I remember getting to like mile three of the half and just, I was sweating so bad because I had all these like (laughs) hot spots everywhere. And I'm like digging down my pants and all these little warmers everywhere. I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to die. In our one really good photo pass picture with Rob, where we're all like going down uh, Main Street or that one street in Hollywood Studios, the way I have mine, it makes me look like I have really cut abs. <laughs> like right on my stomach. So it looks like I have like these great cut abs. Yeah. Own it. There you go. Because <laughs> we were wearing like, I think we were wearing our black, our long sleeves at that point still with yeah. all that, the hand warmers. So, nice. so yes. There you go, folks. All right. Good job, guys. I think we did good. Yeah, I'm going to go out and run in the cold. There you go. motivate Laura to go out and run in the cold? Don't be I afraid of the cold. That's it. Yeah. Just don't be afraid of it. It yeah. actually feels nice to breathe in the cold weather. It's actually really refreshing. Yeah. I grew up in a very old farmhouse. I had like one wood-burning stove, so we always were freezing. And so I, I hate the cold. Despise. I don't know why I live in Maryland. I need to go down south somewhere. So. But anyway, Chris, this has been fantastic. Thank you so much for once again stopping by and giving us your wisdom and expertise. We totally appreciate it. So thank uh, you. Thank you, Chris. Thank you. Always. And for our listeners, thank you. Thank you so much. We truly appreciate your support. Um, if you have a second, um, go ahead and if you could rate and subscribe and review our podcast, it does help with our growth and puts the biggest smile on our face. Also, pop on over to the Joyful Miles Running Club over on Facebook, a very fun, casual group. You can check us out on YouTube, especially with Marathon Weekend coming up. Uh, we're going to be sharing some more tip videos, going over some stuff like what we talked about today and more. So check that out. I think I covered everything. Sounds good to me. <laughs> so for Jackie, Chris, and myself, thank you so much for listening. Take care and have a joyful day. Now, which one of you are going to take us out? Jackie? Or or do it together? Sure. I think one, two, three. Joyful miles. You totally lost your page. (laughs) Chris was frozen like at my screen. He was like, is he there? (laughs) (laughs) You you froze up on mine, so I was like, is she doing it? I don't (laughs) we were both frozen. There's always a little bit of delay. So whatever we try to do that, it never works. Never works. Oh wow. That's good for a laugh. All right. Thanks, Chris. No problem. This was fun. Um, All right. uh, Now I must run and. Yes, I know. (laughs)